0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Goddess of Crypto. I am so excited today to get an opportunity to introduce you all to the magnificent Corinne Florence. She is a crypto educator and influencer, and she is moving into the realm of spirituality and mindset coaching So I can't wait to have this conversation with her, because of course, we're going to be talking about all of the same beautiful stuff, which is how we are going to just shift energetically first and all else will flow from it.
1: The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse is all these things too. Welcome to The Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply, so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female.
2: Welcome! Thank you so much for having me here. I'm very excited. I love talking to you. like My energy just lights up.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. That's beautiful. Yeah. Corinne and I got to meet in person at a crypto event where she was speaking on a panel talking about different influencers and how to do marketing. And I talked to her afterwards and I was like, I really want you to come on my show. It's called Goddess of Crypto. And she's like, stop immediately. I'm there. Thank you so much. And then we started having this incredible conversation. So Corinne, tell us, you're obviously Australian. And so I want to know, like, how did we get from Australia to Florida? How did we get to the crypto thing? How did the Insta stuff happen? Like, Tell everybody all the things.
2: I love that. Yeah, it's wild. So I'm Australian and Italian. Obviously, you hear my Australian accent. So I've always lived between the two countries. I actually, before I even stepped into the crypto world, I studied medicine at university because I've always had this thing that I want to help people and I care about people. And I thought that health, and I still do think that health is absolutely key. And just that as I started going through the medical journey and then started working, I realized that I was falling into a system that I didn't align with. And my purpose was starting to get removed from me in that field. So that's where I was like, God, universe, the higher power, send me something more because this can't be it. Everybody says I'm successful in this, but I need more. I just wasn't fulfilled. And then I was scrolling through Instagram one day and I saw somebody talking about cryptocurrencies, a mentor, a very successful entrepreneur. And he was like, get on a call with me at 3am for me. I was like, okay, because time zones are not great with the US. But I was like, okay, I just feel very cool to this. And I'll explain everything. I get on this call at 3am and he talks about crypto. And I was like, oh, that thing that tried to scam me in 2017, because <laughs> I tried, I had tried in 2017. And he was like, yes, but this time you're going to do it with the right mentorship. You're going to learn about crypto with people that have consistent results. And I was like, you know what? You're more successful than me. You live the type of lifestyle that it is that I want to live. So just tell me the steps and I'll follow. And I did. So I started learning about cryptocurrency through him and a whole platform, which now I'm an educator on as well, where I teach cryptocurrencies. And and it just shifted my whole world. I was able to quit the corporate, the medical field and everything it is that I was doing, and. I was just able to start creating an income online. But what made me really fall in love with the crypto space, it's not just the trading, the investing, the, all of that. It's this movement. It's this helping now people understand that cryptocurrency is the next logical step in the evolution of how we exchange money. And there's just so many layers to it. Love that money was already energy. Now, with cryptocurrency, it's even more energetic. I think of it as feminine energy
0: because crypto is disruptive, it's revolutionary, it's about flow, it's very creative. All of those things are feminine energies. So, that is absolutely when I got my goddess of crypto download, the one that knocked me off my bike and got me started on. Like I want to educate women and I want to speak about this stuff in plain English. When all of that happened, that was the connection because I was doing all the sacred divine feminine work. And it was like, oh, now I'm going to move over here. No, this is the work. This is this process. So I'm totally utterly with you. I know we're like so simpatico about this. Okay, keep going.
2: Yeah. I just felt like this aligns with me so much. This is where I get to really help people. This is where I get to really create an impact, both at an understanding level and evolutionary level, but obviously also the money side of things, because reality is that we do live in a world where we need money. Money provides power. Money provides health. Money provides many things. And I just felt so aligned with it. And I, I love that you already brought in the feminine energy side of things, because when I first started, I was learning from a lot of men. And so I was taught trading in crypto from a very masculine energy until I then really started diving into it. And I started learning Fibonacci sequence. I started learning crypto astrology. So financial astrology, something that I'm really passionate about. I'm still learning and growing in that field, but I love it. And it just started to connect all these things of we're looking at a flow, we're looking at human emotions, we're looking at this feminine energy. And it just, and that's where now I'm really stepping into this spiritual side of things, this feminine energy side of things, and really removing the masculine. And it has helped me also feel personally on a personal level, so much more aligned with this. And I'm excited. I feel like we're just at the beginning of a huge movement. And that's why I I,
0: I totally agree with that.
2: I love connecting with women like you, because I think we're just, we're on the same mission.
0: I agree. Absolutely. And we could tell, like, not only did we have, we both have the exact same shade of hair in case you're listening, instead of watching this podcast, we were like soul sisters immediately. I loved it. So I want to talk about some of the stuff that you said. So first of all, i want to remind everybody, because I know a lot of you know this already, but I know that not everybody does. So there's, so everyone has the masculine and the feminine inside of them. We are not talking about your sex organs here. We are not talking about how you identify as a male or a female. We're talking about the idea of these yin and yang energies. And as I have said a couple of times, like the yin and the yang create a circle. The yin is basically a teardrop that takes up the bottom half of the circle and it's curved. The yang is the opposite side of that teardrop, but so a mirror image of it. But Inside of the yin and inside of the yang, a drop of each of the opposing force. So there is that like each half makes up the whole And then each half contains the other half. So that's the beauty of this idea of the masculine and the feminine energy. Both of those things are contained inside of us. So that's the first piece. And when it comes to, I had this real hit when you were talking, Corinne, about the way that men do money versus the way that women do money. Men do money in a way of like, he who dies with the most toys wins. And so as the man is accumulating, it's like, How much can I get inside of the money game? I had this woman Jules on a couple of months ago, who runs this women in cryptocurrency group on Facebook. And like when I got in there, there were like three thousand women, and now there are like over ten thousand women. And she goes by Jules of Crypto, and she's just really a wonderful person. She's also a single mom, and she said all of these women were coming in, and they were like, they're saying not when Lambo, which is. If you haven't listened to my crypto vocabulary episode, people, please do. So when Lambo is like, when am I going to get a Lamborghini? And the women were saying, when college education for my kid, when family vacation for my people. So their goals were very different from he who dies with the most toys wins. And I was thinking about energetically, like when women layer their feminine energy onto the feminine energy of the crypto concept, it's about how many people can I help, how many people will this support, how can we expand energetically? And then the other thing that I just wanted to mention is you talked about the Fibonacci series, and I assume you know this, but not everybody's going to know what the Fibonacci series is. So the Fibonacci series is a series of numbers that is divisible only by itself. So 1, three, five, seven, 11, 13, et cetera. And it creates, when you map it out, the Fibonacci spiral that is created looks like a Nautilus shell. And this is one of the basic sacred geometry forms. So I've studied sacred geometry for over 25 years. And the Fibonacci series is one of the very first things I heard about because it is also like you can translate from the Fibonacci series into music as well as into math. And so the idea of the music of the spheres is literally like the sacred geometry of the musical world. And then you've got the math part and like you can overlay the spiral of the Fibonacci series onto the golden mean triangle onto it maps with the stars in Orion's belt. It maps with the great pyramid and the three pyramids itself. It's really like, there's so much stuff. And and the Fibonacci spiral is seen in nature as well because all sacred geometry is seen in nature. And for me, like one of my first principles that I acquired after my own spiritual awakening was the seed of life or the flower of life. Now, I'm wearing a bracelet right now that has, is covered with seeds of life, which are basically eight interlocking circles that create what looks like a flower, but it's a small flower. And then the flower of life isn't instead of, I'm sorry, seven interlocking circles. Instead of the seven interlocking circles, the flower of life is actually 144 interlocking circles. And it repeats this pattern over and over. You can just look up flower of life. There's a floweroflife.com. You can go and learn all of this stuff. It's really powerful. But the flower of life and the seed of life, the Fibonacci series is a different set of sacred geometry, but they will map on top of each other as well. So the idea that this is used in stocks, the idea that this is used to predict stocks was really interesting to me because, as a spiritual person and as a sacred geometry person, I'm like, more about this. Like, this is really interesting. So, yeah, it's a very masculine approach because the way that they explain the Fibonacci sequencing and the way that it is used to predict stocks, I found very dead, actually. I found it to be very. Like it was very unappealing. Whereas I the idea of the Fibonacci spiral and the idea of the Nautilus, like I love, like I have Ammonites on my altar because I love the Fibonacci spiral having appeared in Nautilus shells and then being locked in stone forever and then they they polish it up and they're just gorgeous. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a feminine the like the Fibonacci numbers themselves and the spiral that's created, the curve, right? The feminine is the curve, the masculine is the line. So That's very powerful. So I feel like maybe there's a piece of the Fibonacci and maybe this is going to be your work is like, what is the feminine version of that inside of stocks, inside of crypto? I don't have answers. I just have the questions.
2: Yeah, that's a really great question. It's definitely something to dive into more. I mean, obviously I do use the lined Fibonacci. We can both use that for price as well as for time it's incredible how not only can we identify with the lines of the Fibonacci with the price, we can see the main zones of supply and demand that are most likely going to show price action on to keep things simple, but we can actually use that as well to see then pretty much almost pinpoint the time through Fibonacci at what time and date we're going to see that movement happen, which is really cool. I do agree that It is the masculine side because it is the lines. I feel like when it comes to trading, investing, just reading the markets, there is this aspect of... And let me rewind that before I say that. So the way that I look at the charts, the way that I look at the movement of price in say Bitcoin, right, is that it's a reflection of human emotion. You literally see humans' emotional patterns happen over and over again, So I really feel like that already in itself is a lot more the feminine energy, understanding that, having that empathy and saying, okay, what is the collective feeling right now? Because that's what we're going to see inside of the markets. However, when we start to then step into the emotional side of things, I feel like this is where the feminine energy really does come out on top because we can step into that intuition Like you can look at charts, you can look at numbers, you can look at the Fibonacci lines, but there's sometimes that you're just looking at a chart and you're like, I just know intuitively what's going to happen. And I feel like that's really the feminine side, which I love stepping into because sometimes you're like, I can't explain it to you on a chart. I just feel it.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. I don't know. Maybe there's a different way of charting. I'm familiar with Marin. I don't remember her last name, but maybe I don't remember, but she does a lot of astrology predictions. Oh,
2: yes. Altman.
0: Maren Altman. Yeah. So I started following her, but again, she's got like this goth vampire aspect to what she's doing that I'm like, so it's just not my thing. But
2: I say I do have to shout out to her because even though maybe she's not so much my style, she's the one that opened my eyes to connecting astrology with trading. I had her about it. And then I saw her videos and I was like, huh, let me like dive deeper. So that's something that I've really been diving into. It definitely takes time to learn because even there you're learning a whole new language in reading the astrological charts and understanding every planet, the house it's in, the sign it's in, what that means for different things. And then you dive in deeper where you're understanding, like, for example, we don't Maybe we're looking at Bitcoin versus Ethereum, right? Bitcoin's going to react differently to the astrology than Ethereum will because they were born on a different date, just like us human beings are. So then we're going and we're diving into the astrological birth chart of Bitcoin versus Ethereum versus Apple or Tesla, like stock. Like we can use it with everything. And that's where we step into financial astrology. So that's something that I've really been diving into. I'm excited to continue bringing more of that, both on my social medias as well inside of the platform, which I teach in and my coaching, because it's like JP Morgan, right? JP Morgan did financial astrology before he opened up JP Morgan and started bringing it to the everyday consumer. And he had to shift from financial astrology to numbers and percentages because the average person in society couldn't understand if I want to invest with JP Morgan, I'm not going to base it on the moon. I'm going to base it on the percentages that you give me. So JP Morgan made that shift to try and help the average investor enter inside of their investments. But people like JP Morgan were the ones that really used financial astrology.
0: I had no idea about that. That's so fascinating. All right. Shout out to Maren Altman from me too, because that's really why I tracked her down. Because I was like, what do you mean you're predicting astrology with using astrology to predict financial futures or money or whatever? Like, I want to know more. So she was the person that somebody had seen her speak and told me about it at a party. And I was like, okay, got to go find this lady. So I do find it completely fascinating. And I think that there's definitely like again, this is a feminine intuitive side of things that a lot of us have denied was connected, but everything is connected. And everything, like when you were talking before about the mindset piece of like how you can see how people are feeling emotionally or the collective, like to me, the fear and greed index is the most mindset thing I've ever seen. Like, when you see the money, the numbers going up, and people going into that euphoria phase, and you have to know that at this moment, you must jump out of the market, you must not try to get to the top of the market. Because by the time everything is in euphoria, the collective has said, let's do this. But it's already falling. It's just it has like a lag feature not just a lead feature. So as the chart is, looks like it's going up into euphoria, it is already planning to crest and fall again. So you have to get out then, which is an exact opposite reaction. And I will pause very quickly to say, this show is never financial advice. You always do your own research. So whether you're talking to Corinne, you're talking to me or whatever, you all know that because you listen to this show, but I'm just saying it out loud. So when you are in that euphoria stage and you can see what's going on, people are really needing you to back off at that moment. And your every emotion is saying, don't go. Now is the time to get in. And that is when people are getting in. And that's why so many people like in this last market crash, got margin called for Bitcoin because they went in at the wrong time, because they were in that, like, let's get on. By the time it's the let's get on board phase, it is literally, like, too late.
2: Yeah. And to that, like, right now, there has been a lot of fear. Using the fear oh, yeah. breed index, yeah. we see that there is a lot of fear. And, for example, even within my coaching, a lot of people are have been scarred. And they're like, Karina, I, I don't know if this is the right time to get in and learn about crypto. And I'm like, this is... The best best time, the best time, because while majority of people have been burnt, have been run, have run away from cryptocurrency, prices are low. We're going to see. I personally think, no financial advice. I personally see the prices coming lower in the next two years. I think we're going to go through some pretty tough times, and this is the best time because not only can you invest to hold for the longer period of time at lower prices. But if you're then actively trading, leverage trading, these are incredible times to see a less volatile market and be able to come out more profitable, but then in the long run, have built the skills so that when the next bull run comes, when prices go absolutely crazy after the next Bitcoin hardening, which is predicted to be around 2024, start of 2024 you're prepared. You have the skill, you have the understanding. And that's where you can really go and make some pretty life-changing money. So I want to just
0: take a sacred pause for a minute. And let's just explain what the Bitcoin having is because I don't think we've talked about that on this show before. And I really like to explain everything in plain English to people. So I'll let you do the honors.
2: (laughs) So let's break it down and keep things really simple. So Bitcoin will only ever have 21 million Bitcoin in circulation that will ever be created and available to people. However, we have not created, also known as MIND, yet those 21 million Bitcoins. Every single day, as there are more and more Bitcoin transactions happening inside of what's called the Bitcoin blockchain, which is the technology behind Bitcoin, every day, every time there's a transaction, more and more Bitcoin are created, the number of Bitcoin that are created per transaction are halved every roughly four years. What does that mean? At the start of time when Bitcoin was first created and the first Bitcoin transactions, there was 24 Bitcoin created per Bitcoin transaction. I don't even remember if that's the exact number, but let's say, for example,
0: 24. And this is in 2009 when Bitcoin first started. Yes. Started.
2: Exactly. And then what happened after roughly four years is that was halved. So after four years, there's a coding, which already automatically programs for Bitcoin then to go down to 12 Bitcoin created per transaction. So why do we care about that? Why do we care that's happening And that's because it's simply of supply and demand. You get to a certain point where we have this Bitcoin halvening that the supply, the newly created Bitcoin that's going in circulation is literally halved. And as we go over time, as we're seeing as in this evolution is that more and more people want Bitcoin. So we have demand going up. We have supply coming down. And when there's this critical event of the halvening, we just start to see prices skyrocket. But that's when then we need to take into consideration the emotions of people that come in because it's not a natural growth anymore. It's not just the natural like, oh, okay, supply demand. It's like, here are people's emotions coming in. So they see prices coming up. They start pouring their money into it because they're like, oh my God, we're going to the moon, right? Crypto terminology. Right, <laughs> right, right. To the moon, but it gets to a point that it's just, The price is it's just overvalued. It's overvalued because we're basing it way too much on people's emotions and not the supply and demand. And that's when we see prices come back down, typically until the next hardening.
0: So I've heard from both Kathy Wood and Mark Cuban, among others, Greg Foss, somebody else that I follow and really like. Kathy Wood owns ARC investments. She's very much like a money manager, asset manager. Mark Cuban is Mark Cuban. But all of these people are basically like major money people. They've all said they expect to see Bitcoin at somewhere between a half a million dollars and a million dollars per coin over the next 20 years. And they're not always willing to put that kind of a timeline on it, but they really think that those numbers are going to be the case because of, as you're saying, supply and demand. And I know that like the 19 millionth Bitcoin was minted in the last, I think, like over the summer like late summer or something it was it they hit 19 million is that correct
2: oh that we hit 19 million yeah
0: yeah so there's 2 million bitcoin that have left to be mined the having process is happening every 4 years which makes the like the last bitcoin the 21 millionth bitcoin i believe will not be mined for 100 years right like it's going to take that long because it gets slower and slower as it continues and then there's this other piece to it, which is the amount of Bitcoin that's been burned already. So for example, back when you were having whatever thing happened to you in 2017, I was having entire Bitcoin stolen from me as part of a Ponzi scheme scam thing where the guy eventually the FBI got involved and it was like a $10 million Bitcoin ripoff. But Bitcoin was worth like, I want to say it was worth $9,000 when they, he got the $10 million worth. So you're talking about a chunk of Bitcoin in the process of getting caught by the FBI and a bunch of people. And I've like seen, I, it's funny, crypto is a very small world. I went to parties where I met the people who had beaten the crap out of this guy. I saw a video of it that made me like feel sorry for him. And I never thought I'd feel sorry for anybody who stole from me personally. And in this $10 million scam, He basically destroyed the computer, i.e., the cold wallet where the Bitcoin was stored. So that Bitcoin is gone forever. There are other stories like that where the Bitcoin has been burned and it is gone. So we're never really going to see 21 million. I think probably intuitive numbers. I actually have like some kind of like idiot savant thing that I do. And so, like, I can hear sometimes what the number is. And so when I ask, I hear that 3 million Bitcoin don't exist anymore. Now, I'll never know that could be wrong, but that's what I hear when I check in about it.
2: You're pretty accurate. They don't know exactly because let's remember this. The Bitcoin's not disappeared. It's in there in some wallet there on the blockchain. It's recorded that it's in that wallet. Now, even though we can't physically access it, so nobody can access it, it's still there.
0: Exists, right? yeah.
2: But nobody can access it. So it's just as if somebody has bought it and is keeping it in that wallet forever. So it will never be in circulation. So we will reach 21 million Bitcoins being mined. Sure, yeah. But the around 3 to 4 million is what's predicted are just never most likely, ninety nine point nine 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 percent most likely, never going to be in circulation ever again. So that reduces its supply even more.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right. So let's say I wanted to study with you. What is the platform that you do your teaching for? Where do people go to find out more about you? What can you share about that?
2: So the best thing that I like to do is have people come through with like one of my social medias and I have them fill out a form just so I can get their details. And then I can kind of guide them to the right way for them to start. I do like to make things quite personal because every person starts at different points. The platform which I teach on is called I Am Mastery Academy. And so on that platform, I have my own channel along with other qualified educators and even there we don't give financial advice it's purely education it's really cool because we have chat boxes we go live we answer people's questions directly we have recordings hundreds of hours of recordings so that's the main platform that i teach on and then personally within my team and my coaching we do extra smaller group calls because the platform i'm on is like hundreds of thousands of students around the world whereas personally through my team And my coaching, we do smaller, kind of like more close-up and guiding for people. So yeah, and I'm excited for, as I was saying, I'm really stepping into this, like, not just the financial astrology side of things, but just so much more, this feminine way of reading the markets and understanding cryptocurrencies. So we have some really exciting things coming along with all of that as well and teaching more of that on our coaching. So
0: oh, that's so great. So if you are interested in studying with Corinne or you're interested in getting more information, all of these links are going to be in the show notes. We're going to have all of the information there. And that's where you would look on hallievelin.com slash blog or on goddessofcrypto.me under this episode. So you should be able to see that if you're watching or you're listening, you'll see the show notes for this episode right there. Corinne, I ask people when they're on the show... Like what's one more thing that you want the women of this audience and the women who are excited, but maybe scared about crypto, what's one more thing that you want them to know?
2: I love that women, I want you to know that you are enough, that you can do this. And even though it seems like we live in a man's world, there is so much more room for women. And I think the world really needs more women in general. When it comes to crypto, crypto can be so simple. It can be so simple. And there's so many different aspects of crypto that you can really find your niche and the thing that works for you that you feel just that alignment with, that flow with. Because today we've spoken about trading, investing, but we didn't even touch on NFTs, the play to earn. There's just so The metaverse. Yeah metaverse, decentralized finance, like DeFi, there's just so many things behind it. So there's room for everyone. It can be simple. What I can say is if you're finding it complex, find a woman coach. Because have you ever read the book or heard of men are like waffles, women are like spaghetti? Ah no. Oh my God. Okay. I have to share this. So biologically we think differently sure we just think and process information in different ways men are like you know the waffles they have like the little squares on top men are the lines versus the curves yeah they literally think one thing at a time so like instead women imagine just a plate with spaghetti all over it we have a million different thoughts we're multitasking doing a million things all at the same time we're a lot more in flow versus a step by step, right? So why I say find a woman coach is because she might be the one that can help you step into that, just the way that you receive and process information. So, but hey, honestly, if I can do it, anybody can, I'm telling you.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that so much. All right, Corinne, thank you so much for being a guest on Goddess of Crypto today. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. always love connecting. If you liked this episode, please like it, comment on it, and review it. We would love more reviews on iTunes and on YouTube and on all your favorite platforms. And please share this with the women in your world, your wives, your mothers, your daughters, your sisters, your girlfriends, anybody that you want to see succeed. And remember, the future of finance is female. I'll see you next time.
1: Every week, transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege. It's your right.